fellow listeners, this is Lauren McCune of the Tesla City Stories. The following podcast is a recreation of vintage 1940s radio theater from the catalog of the Tesla Broadcasting Company. You have not, I repeat, not fallen through a hole in the space-time continuum. Please enjoy. And now we bring you an encore presentation of the Tesla City Stories. It's 1944. And TBC is on the air, again. TBC. The Tesla Wireless Broadcasting Company and Binford's all-purpose wax, the wax that sacks all other waxes, is proud to bring you the off-key life of Viola Harper. Well, it's another day in Tesla City, and that means another audition for America's favorite would-be chanteuse, Viola Harper. <clears throat> when I'm calling you, will you answer too? Thank you, that's great. That's enough, Miss Harker. Um, Harper, that's Viola. Thank you. Your biggest fan. Mom? Your other biggest fan? Oh, Jackie! <laughs> what gives, Angel? I went by the gallery and your charmer of a boss said you'd left early. Well, Mr. St. George was nice enough to let me off early to go to an audition at the Hamblin Odeon. That's just a chorus part, but you gotta start somewhere. The Hamblin? I thought that place had been shut down by the city for health violations. Well, there are plenty of rats around the place, but not more than I usually meet downtown. <laughs> Besides, I just want to sing there, not eat there. So, cut the suspense. How'd it go? Well, I don't want to jinx it, but I think I really wowed him. Yeah? What'd they say? They said that I was a rare talent. There you go. Well, I just hope they meant rare in the precious sense and not undercooked. <laughs> Eh, don't think like that. What is it I always say? Can I borrow a ten spot to cover this marker? <laughs> I say, when the world tries to shut you up, sing louder. Well, tell that to Mr. Goopchick downstairs. <laughs> What's all the racket? My bets, I didn't even know you were here. Mm, yeah, I was just catching 39 or so winks before heading back to the station. They must be working you hard over at the TBC. Yeah, you'd think they'd never heard of the Emancipation Proclamation. Oh, I'm not complaining. I knew the job of production assistant was going to be no walk in the park. Oh, but Bets, you get to work with such glamorous people, like Blevins and Joan DeBell. Tell me, what are they really like? Who, the blowhard and the dragon lady? <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> ah, you just got stars in your eyes, Vi, but I love you for it. Oh, that reminds me. Sis, your squirrely little manager called and wants you to ring back. It sounded important. That could be about the Hamblin job. Thanks, Betsy. How did you get this number? Milt? It's Viola. Who? Viola Harper, your client? My... Oh, 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 right, yeah. Hey, kid. Uh, are you okay? Why are we whispering? I don't know why you're whispering, but I'm trying to keep this guy from hearing me. Who are you hiding from, Milt? 
Your bookie? Oh, ask him who his bookie is. Maybe I can put in a good word for him. No, not my bookie. Oh, okay now. Now, yeah, he's gone. Who's gone? The mailman. There's this new guy on the route. Old guy. Looked familiar, but couldn't place him. But yesterday, I finally figured it out. I know who he is. And? Pancho Villa. You think your mailman is Pancho Villa, the Mexican revolutionary who died in 1923? She remembers everything she reads. She's got such high marks in school. Died. Right. That's just what they want you to think. Milt, I'm pretty sure that Pancho Villa was assassinated while driving in Chihuahua, Mexico on July 20th, 1923. Were you there? Uh, no. Then you can't say for certain that's what happened. Well, I certainly can't argue with that logic. So, Milt, you wanted me to call you? Is there word about my audition? Hmm? Oh, oh yeah, the Hamblinodian. They want you for Friday night. They do? That's what I said. You got wax in your ears? Someone say wax. What? Who's that talking? Well, it's not Pancho Villa. Why, Arthur Van Cabot, what are you doing in our apartment? Sorry, Angel. Guess I didn't close the door behind me. I was just walking by, and I couldn't help but notice how shiny your floors are. Why, they almost glow. Well, don't they just? I bet you use Benford's all-purpose wax. Uh, of course I do. What do I look like, a dummy? Wait, don't answer that. <laughs> You look like someone who takes pride in their surroundings and appreciates Benford's patented easy application formula. That sounds like vile, right? Well, Benford's is so easy to apply. I've taken to use it on my cabinets, furniture, and tabletops. It brightens and preserves. Sure, everybody knows that Benford's all-purpose wax has a million purposes in and around the home. But did you know Benford's wax is also helping us win the war? How's that, Artie? Our fighting men in Europe and the Pacific have been using Binford's all-purpose wax to weatherproof their boots, polish their rifles, and seal their helmets against the elements. Think of it this way. Every 10-ounce bottle of Binford's wax you buy is like a left cross to old Schicklgruber's chin. Together, the U.S. Armed Forces and Binford's all-purpose wax are keeping the axis from goose-stepping across the perfectly polished floors of America and freedom. Benford's wax on my vocal cords. No, no, do not ingest this product. Seriously, that's just, just don't. I can't, I can't stress that enough. <laughs> oh, oh my. Hey, how about we get back to the show? Here you go, sis. Hot lemon tea with honey. You feel good? Ready for the show tonight? Oh, Betsy, I'm raring to go. This is my big debut and I couldn't be any more thrilled. Great. So you're not nervous at all? Nervous? <laughs> I mean, there's a bowling ball in my throat and my knees are rattling like Carmen Miranda's castanets. But other than that... Drink the tea. So, where's Jack? Don't tell me Prince Charming's going to skip on your theatrical coming out party. He's just wrapping up a case. One that might even pay. I'll meet us at the theater. Say, Bets, you do like Jack, don't you? It's important to me that my little sister signs off on my one and only. Oh, I know I kid around a lot, but I like Jack just fine. Rough around the edges and skinny around the pocketbook. But he's got a good heart and he's clearly just crazy about you. That makes him A-OK -okay in my book. Oh, isn't he just? Truth be told, 
I'm a little jealous. You keep your claws off my Jackie girl, or I'll Picasso that pretty face of yours. <laughs> Meaning, I guess I'm a little jealous that here we are, barely in Tesla City four months, and you've already found a boyfriend. I wouldn't mind having a sweetheart of my own, you know? Ah, you will, honey. You're bound to. After all, you got the looks and the brains in the family, and I got stuck with the charm and talent. You bear that burden well, sis. <laughs> so what kind of fella are you looking for? Someone serious, intelligent, someone who ponders the big questions in life and devotes himself to making the world a better place. I hate to break it to you, kid, but Abraham Lincoln's been dead even longer than Pancho Villa. <laughs> Your boss seems nice. Mr. St. George? Well, he is. And so handsome with that prematurely silver hair and those icy gray eyes of his. And he's single, right? Oh, Bets, no. He's a widower, isn't he? He is, but there's widowers and then there's widowers. His wife Persephone's been gone now for three years, but Mr. St. George is still very much married, if you know what I mean. That poor man. But surely he'll have to move on someday. Well, he's coming to the show tonight, so you're welcome to take his temperature then. <gasps> show! I have a show tonight! Somehow I knew we'd come back to that. I, I've got to warm up, get limber, do my vocal exercises. Here we go. May, 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 What happened? Did you forget the words? be getting better. This is usually the place where Mr. Goopchick starts banging on the floor with his broom. I hate to tell you, but I saw Mr. Goopchick at the curb this morning. Yeah? Tossing out a broken broom. <laughs> Forget it, Bye. You sound great. What time did you say you're going on tonight? 6.30 on the dot. Isn't that kind of early? Most shows open at 7.30 or 8. Well, I thought so too, but Mr. Berger at the Hamblin said he wanted me to have a real showcase. He called me a feature performer. Well, I can't wait to see you shine, sis. I will, just like a floor polished with Binford's wax. Here. Hey, Jack, and Mr. St. George. It's awfully nice to see you again. Good evening, Betsy. May I introduce my assistant, Bobek Koros? Please, call me Bobby. Bobby? Sure. Vi talks about you so much, I feel like I know you already. She's going to be thrilled you all came out for her big debut. Of course. We're very fond of Viola. She's always singing around the gallery. And you came anyway? <laughs> As her friends, we are only too happy to see her talents recognized. Talents? Who's? And do they have representation? Why, if it ain't Milton Guerra, agent to the stars. Come to keep an eye on your 10%, Milt? Eight after taxes. Milt, this is Viola's boss, Mr. Save it, Seamus. Now you, who are you, and do you juggle? Uh, I am Bobby Coross, and no, I do not believe that I do juggle. Uh, then uh, tap dance? Spin plates? Play the saw? None of those, no. Oh, you've got to have some talent that I... Uh, that we can make lots of money on. I'm never wrong about these things. you got a, a, a quality, a look, 
like a mix between Valentino and Paul Bunyan. Look, you fellas can cool your heels out here on the sidewalk playing talent scout all you like, but I'm all for hearing my baby sing. Anybody with me? By all means, Mr. Wilde. The box office certainly doesn't seem swamped. Or open. Hello? Yeah. If it's not too much bother, we would like tickets to the show, which, by my admittedly cheap Bronco Bob watch, starts in five minutes? The show show? But that's not till... Oh, wait. Hey, Augie! Yeah? Some folks here want to buy tickets for the, uh, opening act. They got money? Couple of them, definitely. The others, eh... Genius. Well, this is nice, no fighting for the best seats. Mind sitting next to me, Mr. St. George? Not at all, Betsy, but please, call me Lazarus. Oh, sure, Lazarus. Lazarus St. George, the big-time art dealer? Antiquities, actually, but yes, Viola is the receptionist at my gallery. Good to know she's not trying to live off her voice. (laughs) Tell me, Mr. Guero, Do you attend all your clients' performances? Oh, yeah, of course. I believe in their talents. I believe in them, you know? That's commendable, but uh, seems like it would be time-consuming. Not if you only have two clients. Currently. Viola and what's his name again? The Amazing Kragoff and his Ferret Ballet. (laughs) Wonderful act. Astounding. And perfect for any event, Mrs. A. George, if you have a fundraiser coming up or a soiree, maybe a birthday party or bar mitzvah. Yeah, nothing says today I am a man like watching an elderly Russian coax a bunch of furry tube rodents and miniature tutus to go on point. (laughs) Well, it's the most amazing thing you ever saw. Their swan lake will leave you in tears. (laughs) Hey, why don't you peddle the amazing Craig off some other time? Looks like the show is starting. So yeah, ladies, uh, lady and gentlemen, the Hamlet Odeon is uh, proud to present the song stylings of Miss uh, Violet uh, Viola. Viola Harker. It's Harper, actually. <laughs> A record? I do not understand. Where is the band? They're the shirt sleeve jokers over there in the wings, smoking jazz cigarettes. Daddy boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. <laughs> to plan, to plan, and down the mountainside, the summer's gone. Wow. Yeah, she looks great up there, doesn't she? She definitely has a certain quality. You couldn't bottle that. If you did, you'd have to slap some pretty serious warning labels on it. Another. Would you two? Whoa! What the hell? Sinky just scurried past down by. Rats. 
dozens of them. Hundreds? Lift your feet. It is like the plague of the pharaohs. Where are they headed? Out. Maybe they're heading to the box office and get the money back. Not a bad idea, actually. But you know what you're really going to do? You're going to sit right there with your pudgy little legs pulled up to your chest, and you're going to enjoy the stage debut of Our Favorite Girl. It's what I meant. Just great. Oh, the rats didn't think so. What rats? Oh, that's sweet, Jackie. But you can see pretty clearly from up on that stage, and it was hard to miss the whole carpet making a break for it. So the theater managers hired you only as a form of pest control? Yeah, I guess they noticed during my audition that my song stylings had an odd effect on the four-legged guests of the theater. What is the saying? Everyone is a critic? Uh, thanks, Bobby. You want me to go have a little chat with Mr. Burger? No, not at all. I mean, sure, I wish they just told me what they wanted me for at front instead of letting me think that this was my big break. But hey, I got paid. I got some practice on a real stage, and they've invited me back for next week. I guess I'm cheaper than an exterminator. Not to mention more humane. Eh. <laughs> Milt? Look, I'm no dummy. I know I've got a ways to go still. I may not be a Jeanette McDonald, but this is the life for me. I've got more heart and pluck than a dozen Jeanette McDonalds. That's got to count for something, eh, Milt? What? Oh, sorry, kid. I was still trying to picture a dozen Jeanette McDonalds. <laughs> heart and pluck will take you wherever you want to go, babe. It's like I always say. How about a sawbuck? This next hand feels lucky? No. You do say that. Okay, but I also say heart trumps art any day. Who knew you were such a romantic, Mr. Wilde? <laughs> Me? I got romance squirting out of my ears and puddling in my shoes. I'm full of it. Nah, too easy. Speaking of romance, what say we retire to a swell chow house and fet tonight's feature performer in high style? Oh, but you all bought tickets. Don't you want to stick around for the real show? <laughs> nah, baby. We've already seen it. All right, then. Let's go out and celebrate and tomorrow... Well, tomorrow Mr. Goopchick will just have to buy himself a new broom. <laughs> oh, bye. You've been listening to the off-key life of Viola Harper on the Tesla Wireless Broadcasting Company. And here's the star of our show, Lauren McCune. Wonderful performance tonight, Lauren. Not according to the rodents. Well, they clearly don't appreciate the finer things in life. Like the amazing polish you get from Binford's all-purpose wax? Who are you, the wraith? Why, it's like you read my mind. No, silly. I read your script. Ha <laughs> ha, fair enough. Then you know to remind our listeners to stay tuned after our musical program for another weird adventure of that aforementioned Grim Avenger, the man with one foot in the grave and the other on the neck of crime, the Wraith. Hey, I'm in that too. I'd better get ready. <coughs> may, 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 may. Oh, brother. This has been a Binford's Wax presentation of The Off-Key Life of Viola Harper. Tonight's episode, Viola's Pied Pipes, was adapted and directed by Brendan Jones and produced by Jerry Chrisman for Ray Gun Gothic. It starred Lauren McCune as Viola, 
Michelle Apolitegi as Betsy, Brendan Jones as Jack and Milt, Greg Mansfield as Lazarus, and John Campbell as Bobek. Also featuring Daniel Rovon, Karen O'Brien, and Jerry Chrisman. Show theme was composed and performed by Patrick White. This is your announcer, Arthur Van Cowett, signing off. Stay tuned for more laughs and thrills from the Tesla Broadcasting Company, right here on your radio dial. The Tesla City Stories is produced by Lauren McCune, John Campbell, and Brendan Jones. Executive produced by Jerry Chrisman for Raygun Gothic, LLC. Additional production support provided by John Campbell. Special thanks to Sam Mowry of Willamette Radio Workshop, our dedicated cast of talented actors, our tireless crew, and the support of our incredible fans all across Tesla Nation. Please like, subscribe, rate, and review us on your platform of choice, and spread the word about us. That all helps to boost the signal. To learn more about us and see upcoming dates of our live performances, check out our website at teslacitystories.com.